Hello? What's up, girl? What happened after Tony dumped you? Girl, I'm over it. I went from heartbreak to hate. Hey, 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 hey. Oi, Joy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't handle it. I knew you weren't ready. I wasn't ready. See? So, today on the podcast. But you're not going to say hi to me? Oh, sorry. Hello, Bob. Okay. Is that close enough? That's close. Hello, Bob. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so we're Freaky Fridaying. This episode. This episode of yeah. From Heartbreak to Hate, where um, if you're not familiar with the Freaky Friday, let me give a list of other things you might be familiar with. <laughs> um, you might be f- familiar with Freaky Friday, the remake. No, no. I'm going to stop you right don't, there. Why, why, no, because if you're not familiar with Freaky Friday, then go Google it. Okay, don't right. ask on Facebook for friend suggestions or anything like that. We can't help you. I was going to give other movies similar to that. I know, but that was my Bob moment. Okay. Oh, you ooh. just wanted to stop it. We <laughs> haven't Freaky Friday yet. There's rules. <laughs> so, now, now there's rules. Now he tells me. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> go by rules. I do what I want to do. So there's all of me. Um, there's also, what's the one with uh, Dream a Little Dream? Mm-hmm. These are all movies where people body swap with each other for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like Father Like Son. Yep, remember that one. Uh, there's Vice Versa with Judge Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a whole bunch of um, I'm not even going to get to the whole 18 again. That was one. Um, so if you don't know the premise of Freaky Friday, basically... One person switches consciousness with the others um, in various ways. So, in like Father Like Son, they drink some potion from another country mm-hmm. and they look into each other's eyes <laughs> at the same time. Right. Um, Freaky Friday, I, if I remember correctly, they just say, like, at the same time yeah. in opposite places, I, you don't understand me or. Some, uh, you something. can't understand my life, something yeah. like that. And then there's other ones where they like touch some kind of artifact from a far off distant country <laughs> that's been like Samaria or something yeah. like that. Probably not Samaria <laughs> because people don't know Samaria. So probably something like Tahiti, mm-hmm. like a Tahitian body swapping doll or something. So what I need us to do <laughs> is to do all three. Okay. You don't have anything to drink. I don't have anything to drink. Okay, well, we can't do all three. So we're just going to do two things then. Okay. So I'm going to hold up this Tahitian (laughs) artifact. Okay. It's very Tahitian. Which is also a Jewel (laughs) e-cigarette. Right. If the Jewel e-cigarette company would like to sponsor our podcast, (laughs) give me a call. And at the same time, I want us to say, I don't want your life. (laughs) Which is not from any of these movies. Right. But you gotta say it in that accent. Okay. So you ready? I know what you mean. Okay. One, two, three. I, I don't, don't want, want your, your life. life. Do you feel oh I god. feel it. I feel it. Oh my god. I feel like I believe in love again. I feel like I'm even more in love with myself because now I can oh. see myself and just how good I look and the youthful, eternal skin that I have, just seeing it from a distance yeah. is see so beautiful. See what I have to put up with everybody? Like, I just... Hold on. This is about me, so it's Ooh. not time for you to talk. Okay, I'll I'm sit talking over here about me and, and my youthfulness. Mm-hmm. All right? Talking about my great skin. Um, 
and really just about how everybody wants to be me, and now I can see why. It's hard. It's hard to have to sit on the other side. So I understand. I understand you, Joy. I get it. Oh, okay. Well, everyone at home, see what I have to deal with. This is the... <laughs> <laughs> what you have to deal with. This is, this is pleasurable, okay? Ooh. You, you're lucky, all right? Okay. I, I feel that I'm going to be overshadowed in this podcast, <laughs> and rightfully sh so. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know mm -hmm. have much other than... Yeah. No, you don't. So that's fine. So let me get into the topic that we're going to have for today. <laughs> we're going to talk about our favorite 80s movies from when we were a kid. Great. Um, so would, would you like to go first, Joy? Yeah. Okay. I think um, one of my favorite movies... <laughs> <laughs> this is really hard. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Just as a side note, make sure you give dramatic pauses when you're speaking. <laughs> so, the first movie, kids, I want to talk about is Xanadu. Are you sure that's a movie that you would talk about there, Joy? I mean, am I supposed to be talking about from your perspective or from my perspective? <laughs> that would make it a much, much harder, wouldn't it? It would be much harder, <laughs> because I know some of your favorite movies <laughs> from when you were young, but... Not as much as you know them. That's true. So, so I guess it's only fair. It's only fair <laughs> that our movie knowledge still exists in our bodies currently. Okay. Okay. So we're fucking up on Freaky Friday <laughs> right now. We didn't practice or anything, so that's no, part of that. No, this is fun. Okay, so Xanadu. Mm -hmm. I know you, Xana, don't like <laughs> Xanadu. <laughs> But it is one of my favorite childhood movies, kids, because it's about love and finding love when you least expect it. Uh-huh. And um, it's got music. Mm hmm It's got roller skates. Yeah. It's got muses. It's got painting. It's got a horrible... 40s dance routine section <laughs> that I hate and sleep through. But it also has Olivia Newton-John and she was my idol when I was a kid. So, Alright. Do you have anything to say about Xanadu? I uh, don't have anything to say at this time. I feel that if, uh, if that's, your, that's your choice, then I respect your choices. Uh, Did this Freaky Friday leak out? <laughs> it did. It did. I was, see, I'm trying to just, I'm just trying to swallowly, I'm trying to quietly swallow my disgust for your life choices. I feel that that's what I would do as a white man. Um. Wow. <laughs> I feel... I feel that your aggression level is mild comparatively. <laughs> it's not a judgment on you at all. It's just what I'm not used to. The struggle is real over here. It's, we really should practice this because it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> I'm torn between two worlds. Like There's something in this body that makes me want to laugh, but since my own soul is dead, it's like a... It's painful every time it comes out. So, um, okay. I would like to talk about one of my childhood favorite movies. Oh, please. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Go right ahead. Done, done with Xanadu. Uh, 
move right along to this wonderful little film called Breakin'. Ooh. And its sequel, Breakin' 2, Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah. So it's a two-for-one special, because if you're going to do one, you might as well do the second one. But uh, probably the best, the best worst, like just, that's like the definition of a B-movie right there, you know, because you've got the special K, which is the white girl dancer, mm-hmm. um, you know, Boogaloo, or sorry, uh, Shrimp, and Alfonso, which I forget his character's name. Ozone. <laughs> Ozone. Ozone. My God. Yeah, so I'm getting like their real names confused with their character names. But this trio that gets together, and uh, you know, all these movies essentially have the the premise that you can save something, you can save a a community center, Absolutely. you can save somebody's life, whatever with dance. And this movie does not disappoint. It's got amazing cameos. Jean Claude Van Damme before he was Jean Claude Van Damme. Um, and then mediocre break dancing, I feel. Not even amazing break dancing. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful, horrible film. Couldn't get enough of it when I was a kid. I feel that they intentionally hired ugly men for this movie. Do you really? Do you think that Ozone is good looking? I'm not, I'm no shrimping. No, no, no. I. I feel that for the times he was good looking. You do you do you understand what I'm saying? Do you get where I'm going with that? I do. I, I take yourself back. Take your mind. I, I'm looking back. right at him in my mind's eye. Mm-hmm. To a time before filters and you know put togetherness. Okay, we're gonna have to switch back because <laughs> it's too hard to pretend to be somebody else. So, touch the artifact. Uh, touching the artifact. One, two, three. I, I don't, don't want, want your, your life. life. <laughs> yes, it feels <laughs> good to be back. So, it my does. problem is this. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> even though, I mean, even though, we already have Billy D. Williams up yeah. to this, this point. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry. Here, he was the light-skinned version. Like, he was the light-skinned cute you know what I'm saying? Because it was still in the times. But he was so scrawny. He was scrawny, but I'm telling you, for that time, I know that he was the shit. And he had that, like, sorted, really dry kind of jerry curl. Oh, like, horribly dry. Like, so, why was it so dry? I don't really know. Is but it because he just put spin on his head? And if it was wet, he would just, like, fall? <laughs> or maybe because he was so poor because he was living the true life of a struggling dancer. He couldn't afford his uh, activator. You know the, what it really is, what it really boils down to, what is, is they said, we need two black men, non-threatening, who can actually break dance. Yeah. These are the ones we got. These are the ones we got. We went out on Santa Monica Boulevard, mm-hmm. and these were the guys out there dancing with Spider-Man. Yeah. So. But Turbo was like a really good break dancer. Like in, in reality. Like, yeah. But that movie, those movies did not... They were good for what they were, but a lot of people justifiably would say that Beat Street's a better... Beat Street has a better... Like, representation. Represent, yeah, I mean, yeah. it definitely has, mm-hmm. and... But if you want the drama of the movies, and you want story, like, ridiculous storylines and arcs and things, and you want more whiteness, then you're going to need... You need Breakin'. Breakin'. And you need Iron Kara singing Break Dancing, mm-hmm. Break Out. 
So it's a song in the second song in the second movie. There's one that's like I believe in the beat. In the, yes. Yes. Who is that? I don't remember her name, but she's. I think she sings her actual song at the very end. Yeah, she's an actual singer, but I can't remember who it was. We'll find out during the break that we don't actually have. <laughs> um, so. We mm-hmm. t- have we talked to, we talked about Beat Street I think on the radio show right I think on the radio show we've talked about Beat Street and Break In I don't know and what else about. did we talk about FF oh fast forward yes we did talk about fast forward that's listen now now we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> now we're getting ahead of ourselves but yes we did talk about that one all very multicultural dance people mm-hmm. which wait I was gonna mix I start to they start to blend when you think about them. <laughs> Because Beat Street and Fast Forward. <laughs> <laughs> Beat Street and Breakin? No. Okay. I, n- I need more to go on. I was saying, I was saying it right. Beat Street and FF. Mm-hmm. They have the dance competitions with like gangs, right? Both of them, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Because Fast Forward, it's in a club. It's in a club. It's, it's a dance it's gang. It's a dance gang. <laughs> A multicultural Imagine this children, a dance gang that just hangs out in a club waiting for people to show up that look like they should challenge them. They waited for all these (laughs) ballet, modern dance trained motherfuckers to show up with their ballet flats on. Like, why are you wearing that to the club, dude? Really, though. Really, though. But that dude was good looking. Oh, which one are we talking fast about? Fast forward, yeah. Are we, t- are we talking about the white guy or the black guy? Well, the white guy's good looking, but I'm saying the black guy is definitely oh, okay. good looking as well. He is. And he's the one who does uh, all the singing. Right. Yeah. And the other guy was just the choreographer. Choreographer. Less of a bulge. <laughs> <laughs> the bulge of it all. Horrifying. Listen. It was, when you're a kid, you don't understand what's <sighs> you, really going you, on you in you there. You don't. You're like, why? What? No. False. Well, I had that one dude. Who was the who was the bad guy in that movie? That was the bad gang leader. He was the dude who was on. Uh, what was that show? He has, He's been on so many things. He was in Michael Jackson videos. I don't know. Remember his name? Yeah, he was in Michael Jackson videos. He also had music of his own. Did he have music? Of, yeah. He was on a TV show with Malik Yoba. Remember, like New York Undercover. Yeah, yeah, that's what it that's was called. A, uh, Lovey. That is his name. If um, you look at New York Undercover, you should pop right on up. I know, I know. Um, Michael DeLorenzo. Yeah. So, yeah, he had some music. Um, I actually have an album, a uh, 12-inch, of him singing with uh, a girl group called uh, Teen Dream. Wow. Wasn't he good? I mean, he was all right. I mean, <laughs> Teen Dream... Everyone remembers them, right? Uh, yeah, I remember them. You do? No. No. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I, I was didn't like, think yeah, so. no. No one remembers them. They were a very like watered down like, uh, uh, trio of black girls, very safe looking. Yeah. They wanted to change it up a little bit. Was and there's something that would have been featured in Teen Beat. Yeah, I think they had videos. They have some videos, and he's in the video. But anyway. He doesn't look like he sings, i got to be honest. I know that's stereotypical, but some people just look like they were made to sing and some don't. Right. Michael DeLoenzo, no. False. <clears throat> well, he was in something else that was big in the 80s too, right? Sure. Oh, yeah, uh, he was on Fame. He was on the television oh, show Fame. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, moving on, moving on, moving <laughs> on. 
Um, Would you like to give us another? Oh, isn't Fatal Beauty? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, we can. Somebody's get obsessed with him right segue. now. Segue, not him. <laughs> segue right into my next movie. Oh, okay. Because Fatal Beauty is a Whoopi Goldberg movie. Yes. Favorite childhood movie, Jumping Motherfucking Jack Flash. Okay, see, this is where we, where our paths we merge. converge. Yes. We do merge here. Penny Marshall directed movie, actually. Yes. yes. So thank you, Penny Marshall. Rest Love in you. heaven. Love you. Thank Done you so for well. giving the Whoopi Goldberg a stage because it was a movie written for men, mm-hmm. a man. Man, yeah. And so they changed it up and gave it to Whoopi Goldberg, mm-hmm. who at the time was no one really knew her other than her stage comedy. Yeah. And she was hardcore. I idolized Whoopi Goldberg back in the 80s. I just thought the world of her. This movie and this role is so wonderful. It's just like, there's so many quotable moments. Quotable moments. There's so <laughs> much good happening in there. Her running around. You there's know. a child molester. But we didn't know that until later. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know that. We didn't know everything, okay? Yeah. It was a pure time, kids. That's the thing. If you didn't grow up in the 80s, then you can't know... The innocence of K motherfucking GB. <laughs> That's right. <Andy. laughs> Can, I, Can write I write KGB, KGB on, on the, the cake? cake? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh, do you think I'm down there giving gold fl- blow blowjobs to goldfish? goldfish? Yeah. Oh, that uh, movie. Yes. Mick. Mick, Mick, yeah. fuck a duck. Whoopi Goldberg has made some good movies. She's made a lot of bad ones, but she Jumping has. Jack Flash. But uh, yeah, is... I mean, there's the trifecta for me: Jumping Jack Flash, Burglar, and Fatal Beauty. Mm-hmm. Like those three movies are epitome Whoopi Goldberg movies because Jumping Jack Flash, Burglar, both funny movies. Fatal Beauty a little bit more serious, right. but still has funny moments because Whoopi Goldberg does things like Whoopi Goldberg where she dresses up in costumes. Mm-hmm. That's what she did. That's what she did, yeah. Uh, and Burglar. Always in a crazy wig that doesn't Chubby match. Jack Flash, she wore thing. like yeah. the um, Diana Ross <laughs> thing. So yeah, it's, there was a costume involved in those <laughs> movies, but and yeah. she always had some kind of uh, comedy sidekick. But Jumping Jack Flash, I could easily watch that movie every single day and never get. That's so good. Carol Kane's in it. I want him come back. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Anyways, we love it, kids, in case you don't get it. <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> Barking. Can't, Can't fly without umbrella. umbrella. And then it. she puts it. Anyways. <laughs> and I, we're not, not going to act out the whole movie. We don't have no, time we, for that. We, we, we could just do it. <laughs> we should just, instead of the Freaky Friday bullshit we tried to do at the beginning of the show, we just, just do a Jumpy Jack Flash movie. <laughs> we wake up freezing cold in the apartment. Yes. Turn the heat on. In the world's best silk pajamas. Absolutely. The biggest slippers possible. Having no that demand. gigantic toothbrush in our apartment. <laughs> Wear those Reeboks <laughs> that are all solid one color, either yellow or red or black. Oh, my God. <sighs> <laughs> Let's not get dressed in our black and white coat and our yellow scarf. Like, I don't have time for it. I don't have time. I, we have to move on. Okay. So what's, <laughs> what, you got another movie? I do have another movie. Um, this is another one. This is another, this is a family favorite Ooh. if you're ready for it. And this is a family, like all your family or just you and your brother? No, no. All my family, okay. like my cousins and everything. Trading places. It's another movie that's not appropriate for children. Not at all. Mm-mm. doesn't matter. We grew up a little different. But I'm going to go ahead and cheat because Trading Places is, is one of the favorites. I had so many. We're both like real big movie buffs. So. Right, right. But I'm going to go ahead and also sneak into the mix 
Beverly Hills Cop because they kind of go together. You get one fix of Eddie Murphy, then you want more, and then you end, up, you end up having... And which... Trading, trading Places, mm-hmm. not Trading Spaces, which <laughs> is a TLC television show about redecorating your neighbor's house. Not that one. Um, it's similar to Freaky Friday. Those are the lessons you learn. <laughs> it is. That you, can, is. you, don't, never, you don't never know until mm-hmm. you live somebody else's life. That's true. Um, but also, and Beverly Hills Cop has the same similar type thing because he's cop from Detroit. Mm-hmm. He comes to Beverly Hills. People mm-hmm. don't necessarily know that he's a cop. Yeah. His, his tactics and ways to do things are completely different mm-hmm. because, water, because in Beverly Hills, it's fancy silk we suits. We do everything by the book. Porsches, by the book. <laughs> Detroit, there's jeans, tennis shoes, <laughs> T-shirts, which I feel was not correct. I feel it's a little <laughs> looser than what real reality was. Right, true. But I guess he was a detective, right? So he was a detective. Wear so he whatever could he wants. Kinda, you know, he was... Busy being undercover the all the time, yes, making himself undercover. His absolutely. his uh, captain was not approving all that. But anyways, um, both really great movies. Trading Places, especially because I mean you've got Dan Aykroyd, you've got Jamie Lee Curtis, um, you've <sighs> just got all these greats in it. Um, because the two old guys, it's Don Amici, and I never remember mm-hmm. the other guy's name. Uh, Jason Robards. Thank yeah. you. Probably. I yes. Think it's Jason yes. Robards. I remember the credits. Yeah. It's like yes. Um, so all these greats in it. Truly funny film, you know, amazing moments where it's like, you, you can't go around shooting people in the kneecaps with a double barrel shotgun because you pissed at them. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> and it definitely is like a, a movie that if you watched it today, mm-hmm. I think with today's society still in the same way, you definitely would see parallels to oh, absolutely. America the way it is now, has been forever, but still... It's, I think it would be even more shocking mm-hmm. of a reality because it's so much in our faces now. And I'm going to say that it's one of the few films that I can think of off the top of my head that still stands the test of time. You know, the, we've talked about a lot of movies where we're like, right. if you didn't see it in the 80s, then don't even try because you ain't going to get it. Yikes. But I think you could watch Trading Places now yeah. and still be like, this is a funny movie. Like, this is before Eddie Murphy had kids and it all went to hell. I mean, Eddie Murphy in the 80s, amazing. So good. So good. Before Eddie Murphy was Disney-fied, mm-hmm. I'm on board for it. I'm, a, I'm with him up until Harlem Nights. Um, <laughs> I think that's where I evacuated bus. I think he felt that maybe he went overboard with Harlem Nights. He, and then he, he, he like, may have. He was like, I got to pull it back. Because that movie, I mean, Harlem Nights is one of my favorite movies from, not a kid, but like early teens. Okay. Like that movie, <laughs> like... I don't know. I'm glad. I am super glad that white people didn't ruin that movie for me. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I don't. I think they were like, "Oh, there's like one white person in this cast, so let's not watch this movie." I get you. Like yeah. the entire cast is black. Yes, and true. it's all the great black so comedians from great, the '60s, yeah. '70s, and '80s. I mean, amazing, except for Arsenio Hall. <laughs> but everybody else. That was his friend. Be nice. I know they were friends, <laughs> but. <laughs> and they just come off of um, coming to America together. Yeah. But um, oh, go ahead. I'm going to throw an Eddie Murphy at you. Okay, throw it. That I feel maybe even stronger mm-hmm. of a favorite childhood movie. Okay. The Golden Child. Oh, you know I love me some golden. Why did you do that? That is, 
Okay. Yes. So we could have kind of done this we, freaky yeah, Friday we thing. Could. It would have worked out. Listen, we merge again. We met, we're, we're back together again. Yeah. <laughs> the Golden Child is one of those great <sighs> underrated movies that few people, like a lot of people, are you know, Golden What? Who? Gold, yeah. I don't know yeah. what you're they talking about. I think it's about. a sex act that you shouldn't <laughs> be into. And it's not that at all. It's not that. It's this and Tibetan it, kid who's going to save the world. Is he actually Tibetan? That's a good question. I believe he is. Because uh, Empire of the Sun, that's not, he's, he is. He's not Tibetan. Hold on, let me think about it. Well, because they had taken him somewhere else, so, so it's like, I don't know if I, yeah, look it up. I'm going he's, to. He's doing the Googling. But at one point, they have to, to go to Kathmandu. Kathmandu. <laughs> um, I don't remember who the wonderful, horrible uh, actor was that played um, Sara Numsi. Charles Dance. <laughs> okay. So they have an encounter with the devil. And the devil, uh, and then see, the golden child, see, well, it doesn't say anything about his background other than he was born in California. Oh. So he could have been Tibetan. Because it's like, and I guess maybe part of why I think that is because of the way they did the robes and everything in the temple. Right. At the end, you know what I mean? Right. But Eddie Murphy's also wearing geese. So, Golden Child, the main thing I remember, obviously, the dancing can the kid turns into a little yeah. tap dance dude, but also the, the bloody oatmeal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of like dark stuff in Dark that. magic and like mm -hmm. mystical shit going on in that movie. Another movie that, when you think about it, when you're a grown up, not appropriate for children to watch. Oh, no. But I mean, but I was, you know, I didn't watch appropriate movies for children. I know you didn't, but it's like, it's kind of <laughs> when I think about it, like, I'm surprised by some of the things my mom let us get away with thinking back on it, you know, because my mom really wanted to be stricter than she was. But at the same time, she was like so many women, single mom, working, shut fucking tired. tired. Are you going to be in the room and shut the hell up? And please, oh, this by movie all has means. a kid in it, Golden Child. <laughs> it's for children. Done and done. It has something to do with some kind of martial arts. Your dad will like it. Like, you know, that's... <laughs> You're already you're you've already been exposed <laughs> to the martial arts, so <laughs> go it for it. Right yeah, yeah, she's into it. So. so, but yeah, that is so. There's so much good in that. There is. I mean, there's. there's lots of good Eddie Murphy. I mean, I know that I personally, in my life, give him a lot of shit for the shit that he's made in the past twenty five yeah. years. But yeah, it went south. But listen, I have a theory about that. That they're each each genius. Like, there's only there's a level on genius. You know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes if you just spit too much out really fast, really early, you just, you just, you tap out and you're like, done. Well, that's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. You, you, you want to grow as an artist. You want to be successful as an actor. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure roles are offered to you. I'm not sure you're going out there looking for Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> no, but the paycheck comes the calling. The paycheck comes calling because... We've done, you've done Harlem Nights and we're really kind of over the laughy after every single line, Eddie Murphy, you know, the raunchy, the mm. raw of it all, the mm. leather pants of it all, like, mm. like that had bypassed. So I think, you know, they have to, and it's the same thing with Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. It was like, you know, she was, I've, I would say a, a female version of Eddie Murphy. She was very raw, very raunchy. And her stand-up comedy, I remember her doing the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. I Pledge of Allegiance to the motherfucking flag. <clears throat> yeah. And just like that kind of thing. And so, you know, there's only so much you can do with that. 
Yeah, her one woman show that there was one New it was York. we had a recording of yeah mm-hmm. where she does like the four different characters mm-hmm. I think it is amazing, amazing. And you can't even find that no, anymore no and and you would get in trouble for doing it now yeah honestly but amazing she does you know this little black girl who wants to be white so bad she's got a blouse a white shirt on her head mm-hmm. pretending it's her blonde luxurious hair um, she does this Jamaican woman like she does all these great characters and then. One of them, Fontaine, comes back yeah. and does her next special. Right. Um, Fontaine was a drug user, gets out of rehab. Like, look up, look, look up Whoopi Goldberg from I'm back sure in the day. I'm sure you can YouTube she, some clips You can probably, because that's like the really good, that's the stuff that people don't know about Whoopi now that she's on The View. Yeah, you no. Know what I'm I mean, and they that's don't the know thing. that Whoopi. And that's, I mean, and, but, she, you know, it gives her a little legitimacy. She's also EGOT, right? Isn't she an EGOT? Like, She's won an Emmy. She's won a Grammy. Oh, yeah, she, she's won an she Oscar. Won a I thought she did a Tony. She could. I, I, I believe it. I thought that was Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, because she was on on Thirty Rock when she was trying to get tell dude how to egot. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I don't know about the Tony life. I so. think that was Whoopi Goldberg that has that. I'm not sure, but you know, I don't know. I still, I'm still for Whoopi Goldberg. She still says some fucking crazy off the wall shit. I know we kind of <laughs> sidetracked a little bit here, but we have. But listen, but it's all good. Childhood idols, right? Mm-hmm. So. And you get your idols from your movies, obviously. If you obviously, were raised correctly, yes. Then that's where you get your idols. Because movie people are real, and movie people's situations are real. I don't know how many times I've been leaving, like. Of my Las Vegas gig to go hide out <laughs> with a bunch of nuns. I mean, it's happened more than twice. It only happened twice to Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg. It's happened like four times to me. Then I got them all to sing some soul <gasps> '60s music and made some money for mm-hmm. child molesters. Yeah, I think you were getting deeper lessons than I was from movies. Uh, I think <laughs> I got from the Goonies. I got my love of Rocky Road ice cream. Oh. so I think I learned that. Let's see, I hate Rocky Road. But that's that's uh, me. <laughs> I know that's your whole aversion to chocolate, so we're not going to get into that today. Right. Um, I'm sorry the Freaky Friday didn't work out for everybody. I know it was an amazing idea, but just and we should have practiced that. We should have practiced more. But you know what? Um, I learned something. <laughs> oh God, I'm scared. What did you learn? I learned I don't know you quite well, Joy. I don't know you well enough to put on a joy costume without blackface. <laughs> put that out there. Right, right, right. Throw that out there. So don't um, have to clarify for people. And pretend to be you. I, I couldn't do that. No. I was thinking the same thing. Is like I know like mannerisms and like figures of speech and like yeah, cause you things didn't that you didn't say fuck enough at all. I know things I that you do. I just like, out there just for you. There's certain things, but it's like trying to put that affect. It's like I said, it's hard because it's, you have got your own personality, your own way of being. We're old as fuck, right? So you've got that, so many years of that ingrained and then mm-hmm. to try and consciously switch while you're trying to think of things that relate to yourself. Maybe that was it. Maybe we needed to pick some kind of different topic or something. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know, but it's still hard. Either way you look at it. It's hard. It's hard to be somebody else. So what we've learned today is <laughs> we didn't do the show on Friday, so it's not an actual Freaky Friday. We lied. Um, Why would you tell that truth? It's a wacky Wednesday. It is a wacky Wednesday. So um, so the truth is out there. I like to tell the truth. Okay. But you never, even if you've known someone for 18 years, <laughs> yep. you truly don't know them. 
100%. There's always more to learn. There's always more to learn. That's the way I would say it. And more dramatic pauses. And remember that to be beautiful and natural is the birthright of every woman. And I wish you all loads and loads of loveliness and good luck.